I know there is good inside you. It's 106 KHQ. Hey, what's happening out there? Tyler Woods here, and it is time for my podcast where I talk nothing but movies and review movies. Currently right now, it is Memorial Day weekend, and today's topic, Brightburn. Uh, The main cast consists of Elizabeth Banks, you know her from The Hunger Games, and of course, Wild Style from the Lego movies. Come with me if you want to not die. David Denham, who's acted more on TV rather than movies. He's been in Angel, Drop Dead Diva, and then recent movies, he's been in... uh, the 2017 Power Rangers, uh, 13 Hours, and Logan Lucky. And then finally, uh, to play the kid with the superpowers turning evil, Jackson A. Dunn. Uh, When I looked him up, check this out. Again, we keep bringing up Marvel Avengers Endgame. He is in Marvel Avengers Endgame as Ant-Man when he turned into a kid. Yeah! That's so cool whenever I find out these facts. All right, so this is a uh, Sony Pictures film, Brightburn. Uh, since its announcement in December, or you know the teaser trailer, I've been looking forward to this movie. It's produced by Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn and written by uh, the other Gunn brothers. Yeah, there's more of them. And uh, also directed by, uh, I would say, a newcomer to Hollywood, uh, David Yarovsky. I think I'm pronouncing that right. He has hardly any uh, director credit in major films. When I looked him up, it looks as though he might have some connections working with James Gunn and the Gunn Brothers, because uh, he does have somewhat uh, credits on the Guardians of the Galaxy films and a post-production consultant for the Belco experiment that came out in 2016, which I will say was a pretty fun film. All employees, lend me your full attention. Hey, it's Jesus. Your chance of survival increases by following my orders. Rent it if you can. Anyway, back to Brightburn. The story is about a Kansas couple living in a small town of Brightburn who adopt a child that arrived via a spaceship and practically crashes into their backyard. And yes, I'm not going to lie. I'm not oblivious. It's an obvious spin on the Superman origin of DC Comics. But this story puts a spin on it on what if the kid that they raised grew up to become evil with their powers. Now, I know that kind of sounds lame to some people out there. I mean, there are actually similar movies about what if a young adolescent youth developed superpowers. One example would be Chronicle. I love that movie. You're hurting people. You're weak, man. You're all weak. Andrew, I'm stronger than all Andrew, of this. Andrew, listen to me, okay? Just, just, I need you to listen. Just, just focus for a second. Do not tell me what to do. But I found it a fresh experience in theaters. The cast act well for such a simple, straightforward story. It had me feeling on some impact emotional scenes. Really good scenes, by the way. And props to the scripting. It does, you know, take some liberties here. This is also advertised as a violent film, and its violent special effects are excellent. I mean, they really wanted this an R-rated film, and the payoff, definitely worth it in the end. But it's also not without its problems. But, you know, they're really all summed up minor. That really doesn't make you second-guess buying that movie ticket. Its first problem is that it's 91 minutes long, or an hour and a half. A clear indication that it's a matinee film. Another problem was the uh, first act. It started out good, but because of that short run time, I feel as though they had to hold back on a lot of uh, plot points, so there are a lot of plot 
plot holes and vagueness, and it really left the first act clunky. It misses that buildup to where the kid starts to suspect he may not be normal, and also subtracted from the plot, I mean, who he really is and where he's from. I mean, they may have hinted at it in one scene, but not enough for me to be sure. So, yes, there are a lot of holes in the plot. But like I said before, it's a simple, straightforward story. The second and third acts are spot on. This is where the film really brings out your attention. This was a fun idea, and I could tell that this was a fun film for everyone to be involved with. I will say, go see Brightburn in theaters, but only as a matinee. Save that money. That's going to do it for my podcast movie review on Brightburn. That was a short one, but that was because it's Memorial Day weekend. Didn't want to bother anyone sitting in with me. But hey, coming up next on the podcast, I assure you it is definitely going to be worth it. Next review is going to be on the film I have been waiting for for five years, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. And I'm almost done with my Godzilla marathon. I'm currently up to what the fans call the Millennium Series. Uh, They are the films that uh, came out in Japan after Godzilla 2000. In the meantime, I'm Tyler Woods. I will catch you later. KHQ.